The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. The Broncos Blitz Podcast. News and analysis to help you be a better Broncos fan. All right, welcome in to the Broncos Blitz Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. We're today on the podcast, of course, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Going to talk expectations for the Denver Broncos offense, and when it comes to this Broncos offense, what should fans expect? What is realistic? What is fair it obviously rotates all around drew lock you're going to hear from john elway in the podcast today who spoke to the media about this that is coming up today but of course with the podcast if you like what we do hey do us a favor and subscribe on the many different locations that you could find this podcast whether it be spreaker stitcher itunes spotify and or milehighsports.com so let's get right into the thick of things when it comes to this broncos offense obviously there's a lot of new that has happened this year and that is a new wide receiver that's an upgraded wide receiver room that's a new running back that's an upgraded running back room that's a new tight end that's an upgraded tight end room and quite frankly the offensive line a little bit better and then obviously a brand new uh, shiny toy if you will for Bronco fans in the quarterback position now I, I think the big thing that we should stress is that this is a Broncos offense that is going through the motions and kinks of learning how to play fast. You hear that term a lot in the NFL, and what does that term mean? We talk about it a lot on this podcast. You know, if you are brand new to a job, and let's just say any job, whether it's a, an office job or a sales job or quarterback of the Denver Broncos, there's a lot of things you got to learn. You got you to learn where the bathroom is. You got to learn where your your locker is, which hallways go to where, that kind of stuff. And then on the field, you got to learn the different uh, offensive aligned cadences. You got to learn their protections. You got to learn routes. You got to learn how certain wide receivers like the foot, like all these small little details, along with obviously the fact that you're playing quarterback and you're learning how to proceed with that offense. It, it means you can't maybe fire on all cylinders so automatically and just immediately turn to a certain play or maybe a certain protection in a certain situation. Uh, this is what the rookie year is for. You know, and this is why, you know, when you evaluate a rookie year, at least in my eyes, you should always be looking for somebody who flashes that competency. But, you know, look, they're not going to come out of the world gangbusters. I mean, this is this is a, a difficult, complex sport and position and arguably the most difficult in sports and there's so much responsibility that hangs on the quarterback and they touch the football on every single play so it's just a matter of sheer quantity it is a really important position so if you're looking at this Broncos offense you're saying okay I want I want to see drastic improvement and you want to see potentially like a top five offense I think it may be time to pump the brakes because I know there's a lot of people out there that expect this Broncos offense to just be humming and and right out of the gates from, you know, oh, it's Drew Locke in his second year and Jerry Judy was drafted in the first round for a reason. He's his exciting player, yada, yada. Another year for Noah Fant and Phillip Lindsay, Melvin Gordon. I understand it's exciting to get swept away in all this, but let's remember they do not have a real true offseason 
it's a modified offseason, and it's very weird because we're talking about a offseason that has all this coronavirus that lingers over everything and more importantly they don't have a preseason and so you know when you cancel that preseason that really hurts the rookies that hurts the young guys and it leads more as a benefit to the veterans and that's tough for Denver because this is an offense that is so young and it is valuable for them to get those reps with live bullets. You can't replicate that in practice. You can try your best, but you can't simply replicate it when there is another opponent on the other side who doesn't have your well-being in their mind. They do not care what happens to you. They just simply want to win the football game or sack the quarterback or get the football, whatever may be the case. And so you can't truly replicate that. And unfortunately, I wonder if the Denver Broncos out of the gate may be a bit of a slower offense because of it. Some some offense that, that maybe scores somewhere in the realm of 20, 21 points per game and misfires on a couple several deep ball attempts or maybe some miscommunication that leads to timeouts blown in the third quarter that you wish you didn't need to. You know, those kind of small scenarios that if you're a Broncos fan may start to kind of eat at you and get on your mind and be like, well, I thought we were supposed to see 29 points per game right out of the game. Like, well, where is this? So tempering expectations, I think, is really, really important. And that's exactly what John Elway spoke about yesterday uh, with the media, talked about, uh, you know, Drew Locke and this offense, the lack of reps, etc. This is John Elway, uh, Broncos uh, president of football operations, talking about, well, this real offseason, what's been going on and tempering those expectations for the offense. Well, I mean, I think that we have to, yeah, yeah, they're definitely tempered. I don't think that we can expect with no offseason for for them, to, for us to come out and be hitting on all cylinders. I know that we've spent a lot of time in Zoom meetings and Pat and his staff on the offensive side have spent a lot of time with it, but there's nothing like being on the practice field. Um, and so it's going to be a slow build and the expectations of Drew, I mean, he did play well for five games, but that was only five games last year. Then have the offseason this year, which, you know, for young football players, is always very, very important. Um, but, uh, you know, I know that he did spend a lot of time throwing to the receivers and getting the timing, doing what they could do um, away from the facility. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it uh, you know, we're very, very young on the offensive side. Um, I think with the way training camp set up, um, I always remember as a rookie, it was important for me to see other helmets not just Bronco helmets, but the other helmets to get used to, you know, realize that, hey, they are now in the NFL. And I think, you know, with our young team, that that doesn't help us. I was hoping for a couple preseason games just because we're so young on the offensive side for them to get to see somebody else. So, but that's, you know, we're going to have to deal with it. That's, uh, you know, today's world is adjusting. And so we'll adjust to that. And, and uh, you know, I know that we, you know, they're, they're mature kids and they'll come in and, and uh you know, do everything they can to, to get up to speed. But again, they're going to be they're going to be young guys without an offseason program. So we definitely have to, you know, give them some rope and temper it a little bit and then take it one, one practice at a time. So you heard him again talk about how, you know, these young players and needing those reps and that being so valuable and how they won't have that. And look, I, I think that's really, really important to understand because, 
look, while Zoom meetings, uh, you know, with Pat Shermer, offensive coordinator, and his offensive staff is great, uh, much like what John said, there really is nothing like being out on the practice field. There is nothing like preseason, and so certainly when you put those helmets on, it could be almost like there's this second kind of reintroduction, and I, I, I just hope that Bronco fans don't start jumping down the throat of many of these players and or offensive expectations because they're set so high, because it's the national narrative that Denver is supposed to be be this offense and you know they're they're a surprise dark horse team and you know maybe Kansas City takes a step back etc and maybe that even puts more pressure on the Broncos with the idea that maybe Kansas City has a little bit of a you know Super Bowl slump I don't know that Patrick Mahomes kid he's pretty good but certainly look I, I think the one thing that if you're a Broncos fan is is that temper those expectations because you just need to understand where these guys are at and right now, they're not floating into their prime. Some are. Some, many aren't, though. Many aren't. And we'll talk about that, of course, on the Broncos Blitz podcast. It is presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And here's the deal. Of course, with you know football, we talk about it a lot with our friends over there at DraftKings. But right now, the final 22 teams have made their way down to Orlando in the basketball world and are ready to get back on, on the court. Of course, our team right here in Denver as well, too. While ending to this year's basketball season, it was a little different, right? It was kind of weird. You know, different year, wacky times. There will not be a shortage of excitement, though, in the Orlando bubble. And let me tell you what, there's no better place to get in on the action with our friends at DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To celebrate the return of basketball, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all users special odds boost. For the first three days of the season, bet $20 to win $100 on any team of your choosing. Take advantage of the slam dunk offers. See what I did there? It's easy. Here's the deal. All you have to do is sign up and navigate to the promotions tab within the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Don't stress if you weren't be able to, to get your bets in before tip-off because, of course, DraftKings has you covered. Live betting on all games. If basketball isn't your game, that's okay. DraftKings, they got great odds and promotions on all sports from football to MMA, baseball. A lot of great stuff going on over there at DraftKings Sportsbook. U.S.-based, safe, secure, reliable, easy to deposit easy to withdraw your funds download the top rated DraftKings sportsbook app and use the promo code mhs when you sign up that's promo code mhs for a limited time all new users can get a special odds boost to bet twenty dollars to win a hundred dollars on a team of your choosing that's code mhs when your odds to be boosted to twenty dollars uh excuse me boost your odds from $20 to win $100 only at DraftKings Sportsbook. you got to be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. So again, expectations is the big theme of this podcast. And let's dive directly into what that means. You know, what does the expectations to be tempered mean for the Denver Broncos offense, for Pat Shermer for Drew Locke. What I will be looking for in general from Drew Locke is something that flashes with the idea of competency at the quarterback position. And I think that's why a lot of people got so excited back in the final five games last year is because of the fact that Drew Locke looked different 
from what the previous quarterbacks looked like, right? And we all define the previous quarterbacks as junk, trash, Trevor Simeon, not good, Paxton Lynch, bust, Brock Osweiler, screwed us once, don't like him, comes back, he's too tall, looks like that kid from the vampire movie. Uh, Chad, uh, Chad Kelly was this pipe dream that never worked out, and then he got beat by a pipe walking into a place at 2 a.m. Uh, who else? Uh, Mark Sanchez was here for a cup of coffee. Kyle Sloter, it was all bad. And then you brought in some free agents that were supposed to be this band-aid on the broken arm, and that's exactly what they were. Ch uh, uh, Chase uh, got Case Keenum, uh, or Cheese Keenum. What did John Elway call him? Case Keesum? <laughs> it was never going to work out. We all knew that. Joe Flacco coming into his prime. I appreciate John Elway trying to pep his guys up. Uh, nobody believed that, okay? Nobody, all right? Those guys all of those players since the Peyton Manning era, we all knew they weren't the guy. Denver's future was not good with them. There was just nothing to get excited about. And then you draft this kid, uh, Drew Locke, and you say, okay, well, you're, you're being very reserved and you're being very conservative. Let's make no mistake. Bronco fans were very conservative because they've been burned before. All right. They touched the hot key tea kettle that was Paxton Lynch. They touched the hot tea kettle that was Brock Osweiler. They touched the hot tea kettle that was Joe Flacco and Case, Keese, uh, Case Keenum. And, you know, rightfully so. They were very conservative on Drew Locke, and they said, you know what, I need to see it. I I'm going to be honest with you. I need to see it before I believe it. Drew Locke goes out, of course, in those final five games, plays somewhat well, and I think that excitement is back now, and I think a lot of people believe that, well, this this kid could be something. This kid could be something. Now, we don't know if he is, but this kid could be something, and I think if you're a Broncos fan, just that potential leads to that excitement now that excitement obviously leads to some over assessing of what you uh, expect to see because I think you know I think a lot of people they just expect as you to grow older in the NFL you just automatically get better at what you do I'm not exactly sure why this is an actual assessment because with age doesn't come uh, the ability to play the quarterback position better you know with age a lot of people say comes wisdom well yeah, if you're learning correctly I mean I've seen plenty of quarterbacks age pretty horribly um, Blake Bortles uh, <laughs> Paxton Lynch right here in, in Denver I mean with age doesn't mean comes uh, competency, wisdom, the ability to play the quarterback position better. What I am excited about in Drew Locke is the fact that the kid above the shoulders gets it, okay? The kid above the shoulders understands what it takes to play quarterback in the NFL. They understand what he understands, you know, that, that he's got to get better in reading the defense and understanding matchups and, and, and that kind of stuff. And that's all I can ask for, I think, from a quarterback. Because if you are good shoulders up, you know, if the neck up is there, now, you know, I'm not worried about the, the throwing motion or him scrambling or his arm strength, whether it's good or bad. Obviously, it's pretty good with Drew Locke. 
but it's I'm not worried about it in general because uh, at this point, you know, this is a football team that needs a quarterback who is competent and can be the guiding light moving forward for this football team in a stormy weather that has seen their captain been rotated multiple times. Look, by default, the reality is, is the quarterback leads a football team. Whether they are the leader designated or not, they are poted up on the podium. They are pushed up and said, hey, we need you to be the guiding light of the offense. And generally, offenses that don't have that guiding light at the quarterback position start to falter. And so, uh, I'm going to be honest, this is a Broncos team that is going to expect a lot from Drew Locke. Now, I think if you're a fan, I think it's fair to say that this is a quarterback who needs to throw somewhere. If you want to put a blank statistic down on a paper sheet, I I don't really believe in that, but let's just do it for the sake of discussion. I think this is a quarterback who needs to throw at least somewhere in the realm of 20-25 touchdowns on a full 16-game season. This shows that uh, you are throwing multiple touchdowns a game. It would be nice to see him somewhere in the 30s. Uh, I understand if maybe we're not that high because this is a Broncos offense that could run the football a lot. So look, if you're running the football a lot and you're running to the tune of five, five and a half pop a, a run, I mean, you're you're going with that running game. You're going with that running game and you're you're running Melvin Gordon. You're running Phillip Lindsay to the tune of 30, 35 carries per game split between the two. And you like that because then you're controlling the offense. And more importantly, you're controlling the trenches. That makes the job easier for Drew Locke. What happens? They got to put an extra man in the box. They can't blitz the quarterback. And then all of a sudden, Drew Locke is sitting back there and he's got one on one Cortland Sutton against this five foot ten corner who just simply gets his lunch eaten by Cortland Sutton what happens it's one-on-one Jerry Judy on those nine yard curls in which he's utilizing that route running and he is just smoking corners at the point of attack Uh, you know maybe it's KJ Hamler a little bit of creativity running the ball out of the backfield uh, taking screen passes whatever may be the case sets everything all up to make Drew Locke's life a lot easier more of a point and shoot type situation even though you want to see him progress understand when he takes field for week one, this kid is that's his sixth game of his career. All right. So understand there are gonna be times where Drew Locke throws a football into double coverage and you're like, What? What was that? More importantly, when he threw his interceptions last year, what I wanted to see, I wanted to see a quarterback that regained the confidence. No, 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 no. Let me let me rephrase that. Not even regain the confidence because that would insinuate that he lost confidence. Never lose confidence in those bad moments. And understand that, you know what? You're going to throw interceptions. It's just the reality of it, okay? Limit them. And then on top of that, when you do throw those interceptions, just say, you know what? It was just one drive. And hopefully that great defense gets the uh, opponent off the battlefield, and then all of a sudden you're back on the field and you got an opportunity to redeem yourself. And it's not kind of falling into this swirling toilet of issues where it's you throw this one interception and it's like, oh, my God, I, I, I don't even know what to do. I'm deer in the headlights. And you never saw that in – the five games that Drew Locke played. Now, I'm going to be truly honest with you. The five games that Drew Locke played, they were bad defenses. I'll be the first to tell you that. Okay? They were not good defenses. He did have... He, now, to be fair, 
on the other side, you also have to play who you're scheduled. And you can only play who you're scheduled. But the reality is, is that those were defenses who were in the back half of the league. So you could say that, look, a Drew Locke has yet to be truly tested against a terrific defense who can really get after the quarterback, although I'd argue L.A. can actually do that as well. But certainly, look, uh, when we start to see this football team develop in the early stages, the only thing that I'm looking for expectation-wise is a cleanly run offense. Is is this an offense that is being executed well with what Pat Shermer's putting together by Drew Locke? And if it is, I'm happy with that because natural progression through these guys learning how to play faster is going to make them better and on top of that natural skill set is going to start to take over this is a football team that's very talented on offense which is quite funny to say because three years ago we couldn't say that this year now all of a sudden you've got kj hamler you've got Cortland sutton you've got jerry judy on the outside you've got melvin gordon and philip Lindsay, who arguably would be starters elsewhere uh, as the bell cow back uh, you've got noah fant glooming uh, blooming into potentially uh, a top tier tight end and an offensive line that while better on the interior yes has some issues on the left tackle position i think can be manageable like it was last year manageable again i'm gonna use that keyword wasn't great wasn't borderline good but it was manageable all right and and i think a lot of that has to do with the fact that drew lock elevates that play because he can get the football out of his hands run around a little bit and really kind of show off his natural skill set that made him a second round pick uh, back in uh, the 2019 draft. So certainly, I think if you're a Broncos fan, you're excited about this offense, but you're not thinking he, Drew Locke's going to come out and throw 400 yards. And I, I think another thing's going to play into this with the fact that Patrick Mahomes is in the division. And so I, I think there's a little bit of this kind of playing behind the shadow of Patrick Mahomes, and everybody's going to be like, oh my God, you got to match Patrick Mahomes punch for punch. And you know, that's just not fair because we're talking about a generational talent. Uh, easy can easily can say right now, Patrick Mahomes is a generational talent, a, a once-in-a-lifetime type player that comes around that is just so special. And so, yeah, he is going to play in the shadow. And, and he is probably going to get looked at and said, well, you gotta you got to run with Mahomes or else it's not good enough. And look, that's a high standard to meet. And you know what? A higher standard may mean a higher work ethic, may mean a higher uh, hard work and, and perseveration uh, that, that put, is put in by Drew Locke and may allow for this football team to grow. Because uh, as they've utilized in the past as their slogan, you know, iron sharpens iron. And if Denver is going up against that, Kansas City offense over and over and over again well then all, at some point that they may start to rise to that standard and maybe there's a little bit of a, a setback you know maybe a, a salary cap issues with that gigantic Mahomes contract starts to come into play for Kansas City and then Denver starts to take over and, and maybe is the better team in that division I don't know that that's projecting years from now but certainly I think if you're the Broncos you have some pieces in place to get excited about just don't go crazy. Just don't just don't think this team's going to win the Super Bowl next year. They're not. Now, could they be in the playoff mix? I think that very much should be the expectation with the idea that, hey, 
This is a Broncos offense that I think talent-wise good enough should be there because I think if you put any other quarterback in that situation, any other kind of mediocre quarterback, I think you start to see a offense that is somewhere in the realm of 8 to 10 wins. You know, that, that's their worthy spot that they should be in. And then you throw in a pretty darn good defense that Vic Fangio's building, and then who knows? I mean, uh, things sky's the limit. Uh, it, it could be an exciting time here in Denver. Of course, uh, it is the Broncos Wits Podcast. It's presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You can follow me on Twitter. At Ronnie K Radio, that's at R O N N I E Letter K Radio on Twitter, and of course with the Broncos Blitz podcast, it is well uh, multiple times per week, and we will be covering training camp. Be out at Dove Valley at least, however much we're allowed. Of course, the COVID nineteen has certainly thrown a new kink into our world, hasn't it? But you can certainly check out the many things that are going on with the previous editions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, and look forward to future editions. Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes. Spotify, MileHighSports.com. That's where we keep an archive of the podcast. I can tell you now, we've got a great podcast coming up with Kareem Jackson, uh, our good friend Doug Ottawell of Mile High Sports Magazine. Had an exclusive one-on-one. Talked to Kareem Jackson about uh, life on the football, off the field, dealing with coronavirus, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. There's a lot of great stuff coming from Kareem Jackson that we will release on the podcast, and that will be in a future edition. So hopefully you subscribe, and hopefully you like the podcast, and give us a review. Hey. Chalk us up for five stars if you like the program on the many different locations that you can find this podcast. And you can always message me if you have any questions, whatever may be the case. Maybe I'll answer them on the podcast on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, letter K Radio on Twitter. All done for the Broncos Blitz podcast. It is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I appreciate you tuning in. You can find more info on the Denver Broncos and archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com. Later, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit MileHighSports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.